Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Cyber Law Revolution. I am your host, Spencer Pollock, cybersecurity attorney at Niles Barton & Wilmer. Pleased to have you back. Uh, As always, keep those questions and comments coming. Call me at 443-381-3586 or email me at sspollock, that's P as in Paul, O-L-L-O-C-K, at nilesbarton.com. And welcome back. I want to talk again today about vendors, third-party service providers, because it's an important topic and something that is underrepresented and not talked about enough, especially in light of the recent SolarWinds data breach. But today I want to talk more about the contractual aspects, the contractual obligations, because these are very much crucial when you're dealing with your vendors. First, just as a reminder, when I talk about vendors, external vendors, I want you to think about any any company that you contract with that either has access to your systems and your information or that you provide information or data to. Think about credit card companies, banks, uh, IT firms, anybody that's external that has access to your systems and your information or that you give information and data to. So when we talk about contractual obligations, there's three main reasons why we need to care about this. First, the majority of the laws require you to contractually obligate your vendors to have the same reasonable procedures, protocols, processes in place to protect your information. So if you don't have these these provisions in your contract, you're not compliant with the law, which is obviously a big problem. Second, everything when it comes to cyber and data breaches is about demonstrating reasonableness. Having contractual obligations is not difficult, and it does demonstrate you took reasonable steps. Just put yourself in a position of your client or the employee or the government after a data breach involving your vendor where you don't have any contractual obligations related to cyber. Would you think that was reasonable? Would you think that was okay? Most likely not, because it's not okay. And finally, it's all about protecting your company and protecting your information. So what is the purpose of contracts? Contracts are there, obviously, to facilitate uh, agreements for goods and services. But the whole basis of the contract is to protect both sides of a party, both, both parties, in the event that either side breaks the contract or is negligent and also sets up the terms. So this is extraordinarily important when it comes to cyber. Because if you don't have these clauses protecting yourself, You leave yourself vulnerable if there's a data breach with your vendor. So what are some easy and common uh, provisions that you can look for and you can negotiate with your vendors? First, you need a clause that lays out that they are required to have reasonable safeguards, reasonable administrative, physical, and technical safeguards to protect your information or your systems. So what do I mean by that? These are the same processes, protocols, procedures that you need to have in place to protect your information and your systems. Because these vendors have access to all that same information. So under the law, you need to require them to have those processes, protocols, procedures in place. Next, look for an indemnification clause. So what do I mean by indemnification? If a data breach starts with a vendor, a lot of these contracts will say, well, sorry, client, We don't care that the data breach started with us. We don't care that we were negligent. 
we're indemnifying ourselves, or we're basically saying, we're not on the hook for this. You need to take care of it yourselves, which doesn't seem fair, and it's not. So you need to make sure that there are there's a clause in these contracts that specified that if a data breach starts with your vendor, that they need to compensate you. They need to handle it. They need to come in and protect your information, take those reasonable steps after a data breach that you need to take. Next, you need a notification clause. As we've discussed, every law is varied when it comes to how long you need to notify a government regulator, the media, or the, impact, or the individuals that were impacted. But if there's no provision in the contract that says that the vendor needs to notify you within, say, three days or five days, they don't need to notify you until they feel like it's necessary to. Now, some laws are going to require them to notify you within a certain time period, but you don't want to leave it up to chance. You want to make sure that they're notifying you of a data breach within a specified time period so that you can make sure that you're complying with the law. Because once again, the government, your clients, the employees, they don't care that the data breach started with your vendor. They only care that the vendor had your information, had your client and employee information, had access to your systems. So they're going to put it on you. So that's why you need to make sure that they notify you within a specified time frame. Next, you need a provision that discusses disposal of your data. Most of these cyber laws and data breach laws don't have statute of limitations. By that, I mean they don't have a certain time frame or certain period of time where you have to bring a lawsuit for negligence for a data breach. So technically, if you don't have a provision in your contract with your vendor saying that they need to safely dispose of this data and information at the end of the contractual relationship, they can hold it for an indefinite amount of time. Imagine 10 years down the road, that vendor has a data breach. Now, you haven't worked with this vendor in 10 years, but a data breach occurs that has your current or past client and employee information. Well, you're still on the hook for that because they still have that information. So you want to make sure that they're disposing of that information and that data when the contractual relationship ends. Finally, you want to make sure that they have a clause describing their cybersecurity insurance, their cyber insurance. Now, we've had some speakers on here, and we'll continue to have speakers that are going to discuss the importance of insurance when it comes to data breaches and cyber. Equally as important that your vendor has this. You want to make sure that if they have a data breach that starts with them that impacts your company, that their insurance is going to cover you and the harms that come to you. You want to make sure that they have reasonable limits. So they have a million dollar limit, two million dollar limit, ten million dollar limit, whatever that number is. You know, that's an internal discussion within your company. But you want to make sure that there is enough funds there that you're going to get covered. You also want to make sure that you're not excluded under any policy that's out there. The best case scenario is to get your company written into these insurance policies as a named insured. Because that would fully protect you. So it seems complicated, but... After this, if you just go look at some of your contracts, I can guarantee that you'll find some of this language in there, but a lot you won't. So it's just taking it at a piecemeal approach, you know, taking it step by step, starting with making sure your contracts have that obligation for your vendor 
to have those reasonable safeguards in place. But really, it's involving external counsel. I mean, this is what attorneys do. You know, this is what I do for my day job. It's about doing these deep dives into these contracts. It's about having that laser focus when it comes to cyber and protecting you and other organizations from those potential legal claims uh, when it comes to vendors and their vendor negligence. And it allows you to get back to doing what you do best, which is servicing your clients, running your business. But it also makes sure that you have those protections in place and that you're complying with the legal obligations out there. So it was a quick one today, but I appreciate you sticking around. Uh, We got some good speakers coming up and some obviously great topics, which are going to continue because cyber is a very interesting uh, field that continues to evolve. Thanks again for listening. Call me or email me with any questions, discussion points, topics that you want to hear about, 443-381-3586, or email me, sspollock at nilesbarton.com. This is Spencer Pollock, Cybersecurity Attorney at Niles Barton Wilmer, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks.